Welcome to My Bible Study, a verse-by-verse devotional study through the Bible with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. In this unique series, Pastor Bob takes you through the Bible just a few verses at a time. No preaching, just a simple Bible reading with examples and explanations of the meaning behind the Scriptures. My Bible Study will take you from Genesis chapter 1 all the way through the book of Revelation. Now, here is Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Hello everyone everywhere, this is Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Welcome to My Bible Study, a verse-by-verse walk through the Bible. Glory to God. Uh, We've been studying Genesis chapter 1. We're going to conclude Genesis chapter 1 today, which will be covering day 6 of creation, verses 24 to 31. But first, let's go to the Lord with a word of prayer as we get started in today's Bible study. Amen. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for the blessings you've given to us. We thank you most of all for the opportunity to have the forgiveness of sins, the gift of everlasting life, to receive Jesus as our Savior and our Lord, to be made one with him, one with you, to become a child of the Most High God. And Father, we thank you for that. We thank you for this Bible study. We thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord, that your leadership through the Holy Spirit will lead us and guide us in our study today. Have your way, Lord, with this Bible study, and we just praise you for it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Join me in our profession of faith, commonly referred to as the Apostles' Creed. We do this each and every week just to, what I call, lay the solid foundation, praise God, for what we're about to study. And it's so important you repeat this at least loud enough for your own two ears to hear. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. You you see it with your eyes, you say it with your mouth, it goes back into your ears, into your conscious mind, down into your heart, and back up out of your mouth. It's just a cycle that continues to strengthen and undergird your faith every time you do it. Amen? Just repeat after me. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who is conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell, but on the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended up into heaven and sits now at the right hand of God the Father Almighty, and from where he shall come soon to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit. I believe the church is the body of Christ. I believe in the communion of saints. I believe in the forgiveness of sins. I believe in the resurrection of the body. And I believe in life everlasting. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. All right. Hello to everyone out there in Facebook land as well right now. Praise the Lord. We thank you for joining us today. This is my Bible study of verse-by-verse study through the Bible. And we've been studying all of creation. We've been, we started day one back in Genesis chapter one, verse one. And today we're going to be looking at day number six, hallelujah, and beginning in verse 24. All right. We'll go all the way through to completion in verse 31. Now, God has revealed to us that there were only six days, right? Six normal 24-hour days in creation. And God said after each day, and there was evening, and there was morning. Why is that so important for us to understand? Okay, Moses stated that, you know, for in six days, 
the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and all that was in them. In these passages, the most natural way of understanding the word day is a reference to what we know as a 24-hour time period on the clock. Now, some people who are evolutionists, they're going to counter that creation argument right there and say, well, wait a minute now, uh, the Bible says, you know, we see the sun, the moon, the stars, they weren't even formed on day one, so how could there have been a 24-hour day? How could there be an evening and a morning when there wasn't any sun to do it? And the simple answer that you'll hear a lot of people say is, well, now we can't know these things here, but we'll know once we get there. No, 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 no. You hear that a lot. But I want to go one level deeper here. And if you'll stick with me as we go through today, I think you'll agree on the premise of what I'm trying to say. God exists in what we call eternity. There was no beginning, no ending. It, God existed forever. Eternity is where God lives. Amen? And I gave the example before in this study. Uh, think about going in an auditorium with a rope running out of one end of the hallway, out the door on the left, and, and you know the end cannot be seen. You don't know where the end is. It could go all the way out the door and into the parking lot and around the block. You don't know. You can't see the end. And it comes back up, it runs across the stage and back out the door on the other side. And you don't know where the end of that one is. So that's the rope. That rope represents all of eternity. Up on the stage, in the center of the stage, we put a six-inch piece of tape. Bright tape that can be seen all the way from the back of the auditorium. The rope represents all of eternity. The tape represents a small sliver of eternity called time. Time has a beginning, the beginning of that tape on one end. Time has an end, the end of the tape on the other end. Our life, each individual's life, represents really less than a hair's breadth on that tape. So small you can't even see it without using a microscope. Think about your life like that. That's how small I'm referring to. But yet, our lifetime may, in our senses, be a hundred years or more. To us, that seems like a long time. You know, back in the biblical days, you know, uh, Abraham and even before that, it was not unusual for people to live 900 years. Okay, so for us to live 100 years and die, to them, it's like, man, he died a premature death. It'd be like someone dying today when they're in their teens, right? So time is relative to where you're at. That's the point I'm trying to make. From God's perspective, time is extremely small. That tape represents all of time. So, you know, from God's perspective, when he created time, he already, in his mind, knew what a 24-hour day was going to be. Think about that, right? How can you create something without having a vision of it already in your mind? You can't make a piece of a lump of clay into a beautiful vase unless you see what it is you're trying to make, even though nobody else can see it. That's how God is when he created things. He was creating everything according to his vision, his plan. So he understood what a day was going to be. It would equal 24 hours before there was even a measuring device to measure 24 hours. It'd be like, it would be like us building a watch, okay? You decide, I'm going to create the most exquisite, unique watch ever. 
ever built by any human being. I'm going to create it, I'm going to design it, and I'm going to build it. How would you build it? To measure an hour that is related to the Earth's rotation, as we have today, correct? You wouldn't create a watch that tracked some other way. You know, it took 27 hours to do one revolution around the, clock, uh, around the watch face because nobody would use it. Nobody would understand why you did it that way. So the only way you could make that new watch as unique as you want to make it, it would still have to measure a 24-hour day because that's the way we measure time. Well, who's the one who created time? God, right? God understood the method that was going to be used by us to measure time. Well, God has that method already planned out in his plan of creation. So when he said an evening and a morning was the first day, he understood exactly what that measurement was going to be because he's the one who invented what we call time. How simple is that to understand? You have to have a scientist with 12 degrees to make you get confused and say it can't happen that way. Yes, it can. The Bible said so. And I think I explain it in simple enough language to understand. I pray that you understand it too. All right. Well, why did the God create the world in six days? That's a funny question considering the points of view that historically have approached that point of view. I mean, before... Before the theory of evolution became widely accepted, that question was actually centered on the point of view uh, from if God is so powerful, why did it take him six days to make all of creation instead of just one second? Couldn't he just say, boom, and there it was, and it was all good? Well, he could have, of course. But right now, scientists... They, because of DNA and all that other stuff, they see how complex this world truly is. The most common point of view now has become, why would God just do it all in six days and not take billions of years? It went from one extreme to the other. It was six days, not just one second, because God was showing how much he cares for his creation especially for us, the crown and jewel of his creation. It was in six days and not billions of years because God truly is all-powerful. Okay? Why did he create the world and us in it? Well, the answer to that question rests, it, it rests simply on God's love for his man, mankind. He wanted to create, create beings, living, breathing spirit-filled beings that could interact with his creation. And that would, be the, that would become the focus of his immense love with whom he could have on a very special relationship that he could not have with the animals and the plants and all that. Uh, we would be precious to him. He would be precious to us. And it would be that mutual love and, and relationship status. Now remember, we started this discussion back in verse 1 talking about the fall of the angels, right? Satan and his plan of, of overthrowing God and, and taking control of all of things that God was going to have him build. And, and there was this blight in all of eternity. 
And now the third of the angels had turned against God. The other two-thirds are with God, but serving God mainly out of fear. Fear of God is a good thing. But God wanted to demonstrate that he was a God of love and that the creation that he was going to make would love him in the same way he loved the creation. And that started the plan of redemption, which was creation. Now, it was to demonstrate that someone would love God and be with God because they wanted to be with God. And that was the purpose. And we, we covered that in detail. I, I recommend you go back and study or listen to that first uh, episode. Praise the Lord. Now, to create, to give life to such special beings, he needed, a, he needed to create a place for them to live. And as an all-powerful God who could create everything simply by speaking it into existence, he still took great care to create a world and an environment that would be a joy and a blessing for human beings to live in, okay? He took so much care that this mighty, almighty God spent over five days to prepare for the coming of his special creation, mankind. Hallelujah. And we've covered those five details in our prior sessions. So uh, five days in, in detail in our prior sessions. So I'd ask you to go back and review them if you missed them at this point in time. When everything was finally ready, it was time for God to create man. But before he did, he showed just how special his last creation, the, the creation of man, were going to be. So he introduced them with an exhortation from within himself. In Genesis chapter 1, let's start. We didn't read yet uh, in verse 24, but the point I'm getting to right now is verse 26. So we'll read, begin reading Genesis chapter 1, verse 24, down through 26. God said, Let the earth bring forth the living creature after his kind, cattle, creeping things, the beasts of the earth after his kind. And it was so. And God made the beasts of the earth after his kind, cattle after their kind, everything that creeped upon the earth after his kind. God saw it was good. And God said, now in verse 26, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. Let us make man in our image, our likeness, so that man may rule over all of creation. And so God created his precious mankind, both male and female, contained in one being, one man, Adam, and in the very image of God. The very image of God. And then he made Adam sleep. He took out a rib, and from that created Eve. And think about how unique that is. The one bone in the body that will recreate itself. A rib. Out of the bottom of the rib cage. So Adam wasn't missing anything. And God's creation, Eve, because it had Adam's DNA, 
would be the absolute 100% perfect match for Adam. Now you talk about kids needing organs and things like that, you know, people needing heart transplants and they have to have a match, right? Bone marrow transplants, they have to have a match. Eve was a perfect match for Adam. And both of them were the spitting image of God in their own right, right? He crowned them. I mean, they were perfect, perfect in every sense. And then he crowned them with his image of his own glory. Praise God, don't shout me down when I'm preaching good. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining Pastor Bob as he leads you verse by verse through the Bible in this series called My Bible Study. We pray this study will bring you closer to God and reveal His Word and His will for you through the Scriptures. We would consider it an honor and a blessing if you would support this outreach with your financial offerings. We have partnered with Patreon to offer you unique gifts and benefits for various levels of giving. Please visit our page on Patreon by going to patreon.com forward slash my Bible study podcast, all one word. That link again is patreon.com forward slash my Bible study podcast, all one word. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do.